We were talking about when non-Jews make deliveries for Jews on Shabbos. We mentioned the fact that if it's if they're doing their route, then you're allowed to have that delivery and be nehenne. You are allowed to benefit from that delivery. However, keep in mind that if the mailman or the UPS or whoever it is brings in a package from outside on Shabbos, you're not allowed to receive the package by hand. Then you're assisting in the actual malacha. So he's doing his route. And therefore, you're allowed to benefit from it, but you cannot participate in the malacha itself by actually receiving it by hand. Let him put it wherever it is. He's doing his job, and then you could go ahead and benefit. We also mentioned the case where delivery is food. Um, if the, you're talking about, again, someone who's just doing his regular route, and it happens to be in the package was your Amazon uh, sugar package or your Amazon cookies, if, again, since they're doing their route, it's not considered doing malacha for you. And if you want to eat those cookies on Shabbos, that's fine. We did mention a case where a delivery was specifically for you. You ordered cakes for Shabbat Brachas, and they came late. They arrived on Shabbos. In that case, they're doing it for you. And in that case, it's forbidden to eat that food on Shabbos. So let's talk about the reverse now in terms of non-Jews picking up things from your house on Shabbos. And this is very practical in a lot of situations. Number one, let's say you're somebody that does deliveries. You run a business out of your house and the UPS does his route and he comes by your house even without you asking for special pickups on Shabbos. You told him to come on Friday and instead he decides to come on Shabbos. You certainly cannot ask him to come on Shabbos. But even if he makes his daily stopover or he's running late on Friday and he comes on Shabbos, he's now coming because he's got to do his job. So he's not doing it for you. However, there's a specific stringency about Goyim taking things out of your house on Shabbos. If a guy removes an item from your property on Shabbos, there's a problem of Maris Ayin that it looks like you asked him to remove it on Shabbos. So there's a very big difference between a delivery to a Jew's house or a pickup from a Jew's house. As a matter of fact, the first halacha in Shulchan Aruch that talks about uh, benefiting from non-Jewish malacha actually speaks about this case, where a non-Jew comes to your house and you give him some food. If he's standing outside of your yard and he sticks his hand inside your yard to pick it up, you can't hand it to him. Um, if it's obvious that he's going to be taking it out, it's forbidden. The whole discussion about malacha being done by a non-Jew starts with the discussion of him taking things out of your house. And the halacha is, even if he's doing it for his own benefit, or he's doing it as part of his root, it's forbidden for you to give something to a guy on Shabbos that he's going to take out of your house because there's a maris ayin that people, it looks like, it seems like, um, it, it, it displays as if you're asking the guy to take it out. So doing pickups is certainly us, sir. Not only that, even garbage. Let's say somebody has a living maid or somebody has waiters in their house. For them to go and take the garbage out, again, they're doing it for themselves because they're being paid. That's their job. You didn't even ask them to do it. But when they go and remove the item from your premises, and there are other hetarium also, where let's say you tell them to take out the garbage, but he could put it in the backyard or he could put it by the curb. The bottom line is, even though that might be okay for other things like wash the dishes and he decides to do it with hot water, but in this case, since they're removing an item from your house and bringing it to the front, it appears as if you actually directly asked him to remove it from your house and bring it out to the front curb, and therefore that is usher.
Here's another example. Let's say you had a Shabbos going in your house for some need that was 100% permissible, and now you want to tip him. Let's say your sanitation guy was freezing cold or it was the holiday season, you wanted to give him a tip, and you actually invited him into your house and he gave him something. You cannot give him an item that you know he's going to take out of the house. The only thing that you could do is you could invite him in to sit down and eat the item in the house. And if in all probability there's a good chance that he'll actually eat it in your house, then if he gets up and carries it out, you don't have to stop him. That is not usually the case. Usually, if you're going to offer him something, it's to go. He's got a job to do. He's on the run. And therefore, probably any case that you're going to give him a cup of water, um, in maybe a cup of water he'll drink in your house, but certainly a bottled water, he's going to take it out. You give him a cookie, a snack, a gift, he's going to take it out. And bottom line is, if in all probability he will take it, you're not allowed to offer it to him when he's in your house. One last point on this, and that is, sometimes you have to enlist the servants, a service of a non-Jew on Shabbos, and it was permitted, it was something that you were allowed to do and take care of, which we're going to get to that a whole next week, all the situations that you are allowed to involve a non-Jew, but he came into the house, and now there's remuneration. You're supposed to be paying him. The halacha is, besides the fact that we have this issue of him carrying something in the house, which perhaps doesn't apply to cash. He'll put it in his pocket, and there's no Myers and nobody sees anything going on. In that situation, though, paying a guy on Shabbos, even without handing it to him, just pointing where it is, is a problem of doing business on Shabbos. Now, if it's something that was a great soyrech that was needed on Shabbos, and the guy would only do it if he got paid on the spot, then there may, it may be permitted to pay him. Let's say a woman had to get to the hospital, she's in labor, so just like you could do Chil Shabbos Mamish, so certainly if the guy is not going to take her without taking the money, then certainly you could give him the money. But it's preferable. If it's a guy that trusts you, it's preferable not to pay him the money even without handling it on Shabbos. Tell him you'll pay him after Shabbos. You'll, you'll pay him extra after Shabbos. But don't actually, even if the money is sitting there, people have waiters, people have cleaning ladies on Shabbos. You are not supposed to make the payment on Shabbos. That's considered doing business on Shabbos.